My name is Kel. My name is Anna. And you're listening to Cognac, Cognac Cupcakes, Cupcakes, and Conversations. Conversations. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, Cupcakes, and Stimulating Conversations. Because it's not just about us anymore. And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities. In, In short, short, it's, it's a, a vibe. vibe. Yay! First episode! Oh, Woo! yes. I am super, 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 super psyched. You you just can't even understand it. Yes. Yes, so, Kel. If you didn't know we by now. I know, right? <laughs> we did it. It has been a long time coming. Oh, thank you for all of our followers yes. who have been following us from Freaks and Geeks into our transition to Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations. That's it my little been. fake applause. I know, right? My fake cheer. <laughs> Right. It really has been. It's been like a journey. And all those loyal listeners and all those people who came out to our um, events that we had, Mm -hmm. we are showing you guys love. We know that you guys wanted more. So we're back and we're better. And we're doing a lot of things. So you got to stay tuned to what we're doing every week. Yeah, we're giving you more of what you wanted, more cognac, cupcakes and conversations. And speaking of that. What we like, we're eating right now is yes. some cupcakes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we sipping on that yak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, what you think about these cupcakes today, Miss K? Girl, okay. So I must tell you that the strawberry is definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love the moistness of it. I'm mm-hmm. not a big fan of the icing. I feel like it's just globs of icing, and I'm not like I down agree. with that, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably just gonna eat the cupcake off of it. Yeah, and, and the strawberry, right? And the mm-hmm. strawberry, exactly. <laughs> And the chocolate, I feel like I have not been to a bakery of any sort that I've liked their chocolate cupcake. The only person's chocolate cake I've actually like liked that's been gourmet is Glamour Cakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you didn't know, our partner, our co-founder, our executive <laughs> producer, <laughs> and whatnot... Anna is mm-hmm. also a baker, so you must follow yes. her on Instagram. And you know what? Honestly, Kel, I would have made cupcakes today, but I just didn't have the time between Girl. work and everything. But, you know, our listeners and our followers will have the opportunities to try some of my glamour cakes at some of my upcoming events. Yes, stay tuned. Yes. But, um... What else? Uh, yes. We're going to be talking about a few things today. Today's theme, as you heard, was uh, cream. cream. Get to get the money. Yes. Zala, zala, bill, y'all. Cash rules everything around me. And so I know a lot of people, especially millennials, can um, identify with that. Yes, yes a test. <laughs> we can all attest right now. Financial literacy is definitely needed. It is a mm-hmm. hot topic right now, especially with all that's been going on with government shutdowns mm-hmm. and not knowing how to secure those coins and secure those bags, right. et cetera, et cetera. I but. also want to get into, along with the federal shutdown, you know, things that we should have learned from the shutdown crisis. Mm-hmm. And also, what would you do for a check? <laughs> you know, and I have a lot to say about that. All right. Okay. We're going to okay. get into all of that. But first, while I swallow my piece of cupcake, Miss <laughs> Cake, uh, Kel, yes. get into the motivational moment. I got you, girl. So as we told you before, we are going to be talking about a lot about financial literacy. So I want to make sure you guys are aware of your circumstances, aware of educating yourself and the things of that nature. So our financial motivation moment will be brought to you by Robert Kiyosaki. And his quote says, financial freedom is a mental, emotional, and educational process. So let me break that down a little bit further. Mm -hmm. It's a mental when you have to be mindful of the money that you're 
that you're making and the money that you're spending. It's emotional because it hurts your feelings when you look into your bank account and you see them, you know, that, what is it called? Um, ah, what them is it zeros? called? zeros? <laughs> Besides those zeros. No, but when the they snatch thought, it. Thought you, the thought it was. Thought yes. Was, the yes. thought it was. And Tell they snatch that money. Oh, my God. It was. Girl, it is I the worst. thought it was. Yes. And mm. then you have to just educate Maybe yourself on the process. Sometimes the taxes, too. Okay. Baby. You never thought it was with the taxes. <laughs> You the second person. You know, you the second person. They, they a, just knew they were getting money. That's a hurtful moment. That's yes. a hurtful moment. And you but can't yes. play with the IRS. <laughs> nope. You I can't play no I'm, games. Nope. <laughs> so if you listen to us, you know, show mercy, please. Yes. Mm-hmm. Please. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's get into some ratchetness and righteousness. Yeah. Balance. Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. Okay, so what we're sipping on today, we're sipping on some yak, Hennessy, clink, 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 yes, clink, clinking up in here with some plastic um, cups. (laughs) Because we have a good bougie side, and then we got, you know, know, our sophisticated. You know, we sophisticated a little bit. Just a little bit. So we're sipping on some Hennessy. You know, I would like to get some Douce in here. You know, that's my fave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Douce is my fave. But, um, you know, we're sipping on some hen dog. And I just want to talk about some ratchetness and righteousness real quick. So a couple things that was going on. Cardi B, um, and I want to get into this a little more later on, but Cardi B was at the AVN Awards, which is the adult um, visual news awards um, adult video news awards I believe it's called and she performed twice and uh, she posted some videos of herself you know simulating some acts did and you she see looked those good at it <laughs> she did she, she did. did and I just wanted to mention that like the twerk video like um, a lot of people were coming at her especially from <laughs> unfortunately MAGA town uh aka mm. fox news saying that you, you know, know I this hate on fox. i like foxes and chapinos i mean i know i'm not <laughs> you're talking about the, the news you're Just talking saying. about the fox dc <laughs> you nightly right. you news right. you you're right. not talking about like the network as a whole you yeah right. because you know i like to watch rel and a couple <laughs> little shows on fox you know i think martin started out on fox it did, so, it did. you know yes hey but <laughs> Uh, you know, just their news cycle, I, I can't stand. And um, Cardi B said basically, and I'm not quoting her specifically, I'm paraphrasing here, but that, you know, when the woman from Fox said that she was, uh, you know, not a great role model to follow because she's twerking in a video with the cheeks out mind you my father saw this <laughs> I, I was like awkward yeah my my dad brought it up over the weekend like oh yeah i saw the butts are clapping like hands oh, oh my <laughs> god no i'm not ready <laughs> no no i i wasn't ready i i choked on my salsa and chips i like, was like oh. wait he's like i had to call your mother in to no. see <laughs> no but um you know i had to explain to uh, my co-worker the other day because she was just like you know I, she was just trying to figure out like why Cardi B is still twerking on uh, a ship, you know, even though she used to be a stripper and all of that stuff. So it's true to her, you know, she's she not new to this. She true to this. Right. But like, why do that now? Kind of as a married woman and also just like you don't have to do it anymore. So why are you still doing it? And Demetria Lucas, she was breaking it down how she talked to a pole dancer instructor 
and how the pole dancing instructor explained, you know, this was a moment, um, they called it a love story of sorts, but this was a moment for black women all to be together, women of different ethnicities, but, you know, women to all be together and be able to twerk and do what they want to do on a boat without having men come up behind you. Now, I was explaining to my mom the other day, like, the club is different now. You don't have men getting up on you in the club anymore because everybody too busy bottle popping. But that was something we had to deal with not too long ago, like about right. 10 years ago. You you twerked anything slight, and you had to worry about somebody hopping on your right. back. Mm-hmm. And now Cardi B and um, Young Miami could be out on a yacht Everybody twerking, showing how, you know, as a black woman, your body can move and or not just a black woman, because everybody twerking now, you know, thanks to Miley Cyrus, (laughs) you know, you know how your body can move and you're having a great time doing it. And, you know, some people don't understand, like, why do you want to go and twerk with your friends? Because it's fun and it's a part of me is what I do. Mm-hmm. You do what you do. It's a, it's a ge- I think it's a generational it thing. It is a generational thing. I definitely agree with you. It's a generational thing. Like, everybody had their cup of tea. You would sip your tea and, you know, mm-hmm. you have your nice little dress and you clink, clink your wine and mm-hmm. you talk shit about, you know, whatever happened at home with your mm-hmm. husbands. That's that's our, that's not even, that's my mom. Was <laughs> days, you know? And then you have, you know, maybe your mom, she went to the disco or right. whatever it was called, you know. They got their little sachet, chate, you know, on. <laughs> and then it was us where we like to twerk and we like to dance. And now we have the new craze where they just want to snap and take pictures and like, oh, right, I'm everywhere. Doing this. Yes, see me, be me. I'm doing the, you know, I'm I'm the one to look at. So everybody has their thing. That's Cardi's thing. I don't think it's an issue, and I don't think that she's trying to be a role model. I think what she's trying to do is live her life the way that she wants to live it. It's not a thing of I'm trying to be your role model, right? And they put too much pressure on these entertainment stars for that very reason to be like, their role model. Why can't model. she know about politics and twerk? You right. know, we Renaissance women out here. Like at the end of the day, why does me twerking, you know, constitute mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I, I, I'm all the way with you, girl. All the yes. way with you. Do you, boo? Now, as in the righteousness side of things, um, something that wasn't really righteous that happened, but I, I really want to make sure we cover it, is what happened to Jesse Smollett mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, if you're living under a rock and you didn't hear, Jesse Smollett, who's um, like the middle brother on Empire, he was attacked by two MAGA supporters in Chicago um, around 2 a.m. in the morning. I guess that would be if today is blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Monday morning, uh, Tuesday morning, excuse me, 2 a.m. And uh, they ran up on him. First, they yelled out, uh, hey, aren't you that N- uh, N-word from Empire? And I, I was just like, so y'all saying that, but y- y'all y'all some N-words too, because y'all watch Empire. What, what you doing? Right, exactly. <laughs> you knew exactly what show I was on. <laughs> That's like my mom like, hating on Wendy. <laughs> but yeah, she can't. Did you see what she said today? Right. I'm like, okay, so y'all some N-words too. But okay, so um, they said that, and then they started yelling more um, racial and homophobic slurs. They ran up on him, beat him up. They poured uh, what is believed to be bleach Mm -hmm. on him and then wrapped a noose, a rope, in the form of a noose on his neck. And then they said, you know, they yelled at him, this is MAGA country, and ran off. Um, First of all, let me say... Taraji P. Henson, it took you way too long 
to post something about Jesse Smollett, who's your boo, like who's like your second son, okay? And I, I have a bone to pick with her ever since she was looking up Harvey Weinstein's name with the R. Kelly uh, thing. that You ain't see that? Mm-mm. Child. I'm not going to run it into the ground, but basically she was one of the people that was saying, oh, y'all talking about, y'all talking about mute R. Kelly, but are y'all muting Harvey Weinstein? We, we, we not even listen. going to discuss that. <laughs> because the whole Me Too movement <laughs> was about Harvey Weinstein, so why? But anyway, uh, you know, she, she got her star on the... Um, Wall of and what is it? Walk of, of Fame, fame. Walk mm-hmm. of Fame, and um, you know, I guess she was focused on that, and she finally posted something today about being hurt. I'm like, I hope you was there at the hospital with him, <laughs> since you're so strong-minded about things and voicing your opinion. I doubt it. You know, it. but everybody else and their mama, including the uh, creator, I don't know if he's Lee Daniels, the, yeah, Lee mm-hmm. Daniels of Empire, had something to say. You know, and was in support of um jesse and he's on the men he's in the hospital but he's in good condition from what's been reported and apparently fox um studios received mail i guess that was addressed to jesse um saying uh f you faggot you will die um uh soon or whatever and it was eight days prior to this attack and there was no apparently there was no return Clearly, they've Address. been following him. They knew exactly where to find him, at what time to find him. Like, I, they, they they knew what they were doing. That was mm-hmm. calculated. That was premeditated. Mm-hmm. And all I have to say is right now is, you know, hatred and bigotry is nothing new. But how we decide to handle it can make a difference. How do you, how far do you think this is going to go? And one more thing. I'm sorry I said the F word. I shouldn't have said that because that's not my place. I just wanted to correct that. But, yeah. How far do you think we should go with this? Okay, I... To I, remain righteous. Right. Because we don't want to emulate what these people are doing to us. The, these people as in the MAGA supporters. supporters. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, Amanda Sills was just talking about the situation as well. And she was talking about how we need to step up our game. Now, I'm not in no way condoning violence, but I do believe we need to hit them where it hurts. And where that hurts is money. You know, mm, stopping yes. the funds. Bring it back to the cream. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we got to stop the funds. We have to first mm-hmm. not only stop the money, but we have to take it even a step further. Like, look who's in office right now. He is the creator of MAGA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so by promoting mm-hmm. that and saying those things that, that this is okay and just because you're rich that you can run a country, all these things are going in line with why they feel the, the way that they can do the things that they can do. And if we stop their pockets... Stop that money, stop supporting them, putting our money back into our own communities and starting investing and building up so that we can have that financial power. It's nothing that can stop us at this point. They, they can't even come at us. Have you seen that new show on Netflix? And this is where I'll close out Righteousness and Ratchetness with that new show on Netflix by Killer Mike. I'm um, going to watch it, so don't say it. I wanted to watch it, but, you know, <laughs> shout out to my boo. Well, I will, I, wouldn't let me watch it without him. Oh, uh, yeah, girl. You know how that be. Mm. <laughs> let me take but, forever. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm should see our engineer be, right yeah, now, right? Yeah, he, he is hilarious with his nonverbal cues. But I know, anyway, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I, we watched it, and um, it was interesting. He had The first episode was about 
how back in the day, you know, back in segregation times, uh, the one of the only benefits to segregation, or probably the only benefit, period, was that there was a lot more money being funneled into the black community overall because we couldn't use other communities, white per se, um, their, any of their, their stores, their restaurants or anything. So we had to have our own versions of that. So he went and, oh, well, you know, I won't ruin it for you, but basically what he did was he decided I'm going to go three days with only using black dollars. I <laughs> yeah. saw that on the, like the preview to it. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting what he goes through to do that. So it'll be interesting to hear your point of view, you know, when you do see it. I but. did see a clip where he was in the strip club and it was like yeah, the Asian funny. girl. <laughs> and he was like, I'm sorry, you're not black. <laughs> I was like, well, damn. But there, but I ain't there, mad were, at there it. were some downsides to that. I mean, there were some downsides to um, only because of, you know, you have to be in an area just to give you a clue. You have to be in areas where there are a lot of black businesses. Otherwise, how you going to eat? How you going to sleep? How mm-hmm. you going to be clothed? Which is why we need to get creative, which is why we need to nourish from the youth. And bring them up to be able to have these in these other communities other than just strictly urban communities. They gentrify our communities. Why can't we do that to theirs? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just something to think about. Yes. Yes. And I'll end it with, you know, what he said is that money flows through a lot of other communities for days and weeks. And apparently, you know, money only flows through the black community for six hours. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Six hours is how long it takes before money leaves the black community. In comparison to days and weeks in Asian, Indian, white. Yes. It's mental, it's emotional, and it's educational. Mm-hmm. Yes. All three. All three. I think I said more than three, but it's okay. It's the act talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into the cream. Yes. Okay. Girl. Let's get into this talk topic. Um, federal shutdown. Yes. Things you should have learned from the shutdown crisis. Yes. So I saw a post by a good friend, a.k.a. Bird. <laughs> Shout out to you, Shanti Simmons, who just got married. Um, and basically in her post, she says, if the shutdown taught us anything, it taught us, one, always have at least one to three months of savings to cover rent and mortgage. I'm going to add my isms in the middle of okay. throughout this yeah, as well. Yeah, break it down, girl. Yes. I also think you should always have cash at hand. Grandmas, be knowing. Do y'all remember when your grandmas, I don't believe in banks, and your aunties, the older aunties, I don't believe in banks? Always keep cash flow on you. So at least $1,000 in cash, put it in a safe, put it under your mattress, put it in your shoebox, whatever you need to do. Put it in your weed bags for all those smokers out there. <laughs> However you need to do, keep $1,000 in cash That's at real, hand. because if the power goes out, something simple as that. There's no electricity. And we've experienced that. Right. You can't swipe nothing. You can't um, go to the ATM. You just ass out. You are, we cannot be completely reliant on technology. Um, her Not second ism. Robots coming. Exactly. That's another episode. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the second thing that she said was, get your debt down. The economy was already projected to halt later this year. But now it's definitely going to become a stagnant, but a decrease a little as well. So definitely she's correct. I think it was like $897 billion in debt due to this government shutdown alone. Wow. 
alone for that for those 36 days for for a wall Mm. we're at 897 billion dollars in debt that's crazy Mm. my extraism is visualize conceptualize and execute so with all that being said is having an envelope system think about your wants your needs and your desires and the things that you want and visualize it like picture yourself having that money conceptualize it like write it down make a plan execute it and actually do it like put the money in there whether it's bi-weekly I'm going to put $25 in here for this trip to go to to Greece I'm going to put you know this $50 to go to Dubai I'm going to put this $100 to get this new couch or whatever the case may be and just build to it and that's kind of like your own like little vision board Mm. through envelope systems I'm going to take that note Mm -hmm. Um, her third one is one stream of income is never enough me and Anna have been talking about this we've been doing this (laughs) for a while now you can't just depend on a nine to five you have at this point yeah like we can't even pay for retirement forever with how you know i want to go you know expand on this a little bit go ahead um me and raquel grew up with parents that told him get a government job which was one of the last points (laughs) yes girl (laughs) tell them preach Mm. It's one of your last points. It I'll was. wait till you get there. Oh. Get there. Yeah. Just okay. go ahead. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Um, try not to. Uh, her other one. Try not to live paycheck to paycheck. Um, yeah. That's a lesson I need to learn. All right. <laughs> and then the next one is live your best life in re- Um, This is mine. It's live your best life in reality. I went to Miami with $100 for a turn up. We all done it. We have all done it. We have all If it wasn't for my that. brother, I wouldn't have made it through. And then I end up losing the money yeah, that my brother actually got. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't pop bottles. You are not these Instagram girls who are living on the floor in their mm-hmm. apartments while you thinking they living it up and doing they it. Live in your reality. pissed on. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> what they did to get that yeah. okay. you, you don't know. Live for your reality. Live for your reality. Yeah. And then, last but not least, if you're in the DMV area, like she said, you, everybody's parents has told them to get a government job. A government job isn't the end all be all. They have no two more. M- it's not the most secure right. anymore. There's they have a level of instability. So mm-hmm. you do need to be mindful that it's it's not what it was in the day back in the day anymore. Go right. ahead and expect. No, I mean you said it best right there. Like it, it has a level of instability now, and I kind of want to be like, hey, hey, but I you know. know. <laughs> I did. I, I did to my mom. I did. My mom was like, see, you was pressed for me to get that government job. I'm glad I didn't choose that job and I choose the other job because I wouldn't be in that situation. See, I wouldn't be able to pay oh, wow. my bills because you, you wanted me to have that oh, other the job. Other, the other F place? Mm-hmm. 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 I would have been short. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just think about all those people who, you know, are living paycheck to paycheck. Like me, I couldn't fade that. I, I couldn't either. possibly fade not like I would have had to, you know, shout out to homeboy that we went to high school with, Aubrey. Mm-hmm. He was in the I don't know what publication that was, but he posted it on Facebook. So it's cool to share. But he was talking about in the in the article that he had to pull money out of his retirement funds in order to pay for childcare. And he just had a he just got married, just had a little baby. Imagine, you know, you starting out and then all the wham, bam, all this stuff is happening. And he works in air traffic control. So it's not even like the super government government. And he was affected like that from that. And think about the timing that this happened. We are just coming back off of Christmas, Christmas yes. Thanksgiving, this was the travel. Worst time. Like, 
That was just so selfish. You know, and I'm not trying to make this a super political, you know, we do live in D.C., so we are going to be political a little bit here. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, and it's also the, the nature of the media in general right now, everybody's talking about um, the orange Cheeto. And, you know, we openly do not support that madness or MAGA. So, <laughs> at least I'll stay. I'll stand up. Girl, I'm standing with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to take a sip to that. But, you know, it's like he, he really does not care. He just wants to build this wall. And, and, you know, I know a lot of theories are that he's done this so that he could fund the wall. I'm not sure if that's the case. I've also heard it's just because, you know, that the two parties could not um, – you know, agree to move forward with the bill because he wanted, I heard it was um, that he wanted 5 million, they were going to fund 1 million. And then after that, they were like, we ain't putting no money into this. And then he said, boom, shut, shut it down, shut down the government. And I'm like, he has the temperament of a toddler. Mm-hmm. And you cannot have, you know, how they like to say that women have that temperament when they're on their period or whatever. And how could they be president? Well, look at what you got going on there. And he ain't even got a period. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) I just, you know, it'll be interesting to see the next election cycle because there's still so many huge supporters just blindly supporting this and it's hurting them too. I I just, we never experienced this much pain with any, you know, candidate that we supported. We meaning, I guess, more so liberal Democrats or Republicans, I would say, you know, pretty much if you, your Republican one, you benefited. You know, if you're a Democrat one, you benefited. No one's benefiting from this man. So why? You know, but I, I don't I know if my soapbox with that. Right. <laughs> I'm wow. not sure if they are actually were they affected by the shutdown because well, what about like, the, like their families and all the people that are MAGA supporters and they work in the government? MAGA supporters definitely weren't getting anything from this. But I'm speaking about 45. Mm-hmm. Him in particular. I'll mm-hmm. say him in particular in some of the higher ups in Congress, I don't think that they're really affected by it because one, they have a lot of cash flow that's already mm-hmm. been saved up. They mm-hmm. have a lot of other streams of venue of income coming in. He has the Trump hotels, you know, mm-hmm. like, so mm-hmm. it didn't hurt him. So he All wasn't right. affected by it. And the people that are that high up, it didn't really affect them. So they didn't care. So it was just like, okay, do what you do until it, hurt, it doesn't hurt me. You know, when it hurts me, then I actually start caring about it. Right. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate. You're right. Um, I'm going to tag a little bit more into credit. So understanding yes. your credit, we need to learn about like the good things that credit kind of provides more and better opportunities, convenience, you know, the world is being digitized right now. And it's almost like they created their own new like system that metric system that kind of like judges mm-hmm. you on your class. So mm-hmm. if you don't have good credit, like you're a lower class, mirror. right. <laughs> or you're in middle class or you're in higher class. Like this is the way that they are judging. This is like the new judgment is by how much money that you make mm-hmm. and how good you are able to maintain and pay your bills on time. So having credit and building your credit and keeping it is really important for that. It, in terms of security, you can't get a good job without having good credit. You can't buy a house without having good credit. You can't pay any bills. Like (laughs) everything goes back down to your credit. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important that you save. Isn't that interesting though? Sorry to interrupt you. No, I want you to. (laughs) Isn't that interesting that, you know, and this is me on my conspiracy theory, Anna, to how 
we are basically in a society where we are supposed to build debt in order to succeed. I know. And increase, you know, cash, I guess. Cream, essentially. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you know, we said cash is king, but credit is queen. Which I'm about to get into. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. You just brought me to my next topic. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't. Yeah. No, you did that perfectly. You, the flow of it was just like perfectly. See, she be knowing. She be knowing. We connected. I like the the, the eyeshadow too. Shout out to Brittany. She did that. Catcrease. Okay, B. I see you. Always keep the same energy on Instagram. Yeah. Shout out to you, B. (laughs) Catcrease. Yes. So, um, chess, not checkers, bitch. Okay. Mm. (laughs) So. Queen is the most powerful piece in the game. She's able to move any number of squares vertically, horizontally, mm-hmm. or diagonally. Talk. You will always have your queen first, ranked to the king. Now, I know a lot of people out there think that the king is the most important piece, but it's also the weakest piece because it's the most vulnerable piece. Mm-hmm. So when you're relating this to money, cash is king, yes, but credit is queen because credit always keeps you in check. Mm-hmm. Credit is what actually like builds you and is like the backbone of you. Mm-hmm. And having that cash, when you run out of the cash, you always have that credit to back you up. Yes. It gives like you. My father be saying, you better buy a house because you could always sell it, even though that's a. Mm. It's status. It's, it shows It shows more. Like, it lets you get to the, you know, better areas. You know, you it's like a step up. Right. And it's equity. Exactly. At the end of the day, so you can always sell it. So it's a form of credit in itself, too. It's true. Tis even though true. I don't want no house right now, but yeah. <laughs> but go ahead, I'm sorry. That was pretty much it. That is my little school. The ratchetness. Come to school, yes. <laughs> oh, but I do want to leave this one last tidbit. With the keeping the $1,000 cash in at all times, that's just like a good startup. After you reach the pinnacle of having the $1,000 in cash, you need to build out at least three to six months of your expenses. When I say expenses, I'm not just talking about your rent and your utilities. I'm talking about groceries. I'm talking about gas. I'm talking about daycare. I'm talking about your entertainment cash that you know you want to go mm-hmm. out and pop a bottle or two mm-hmm. every now and then or whatever the case may be. Or whenever your friends call you. So I heard this in a, a class before. Um, whenever someone calls you, they're t- they're asking you for money. Yep. So phone bills. And, and yeah, that means the four. Yeah, that's the phone bill. One, two. Unless you unlimited like me. So okay. <laughs> so let's say it's not the phone bill, but it's um, come over by my house. That's gas. You know, as simple as that. Or it's it's my birthday. We going out to drink. That's food. You know. Or I want to go to Dubai. That's that's Travel. a whole trip. Right. You know, so. it's a new wig because you got to look good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, your nails. Just putting your clothes right. In it. yeah, it's your yeah. shoes. It's your eyebrows. It's your makeup. Like everything costs money. Mm-hmm. Nothing is free in this world. Mm-hmm. Which I guess you should go to. Leading into what you're going to do for a check. Oh well, before right before we get there, um, you know to. <laughs> Kill you stupid uh before we go to that um i i learned a great tip from an accountant once um who was willing to uh kind of guide me with my money and stuff and she was saying how you know you should put aside money for gifts like you should really break your your budget down to that level all the things that kel just said and also like you know you're gonna do those things and you know certain birthdays are coming up have a piece of your budget for gifts and even for the incidentals the accidents that happen you don't know when you're going to get in a car accident per se that's what insurance is for but when you have um you know you're going to get an oil change 
three times, four times a year, mm-hmm. you know, depending on your car or whatever. Tires. You know, yeah. You know you're going to need tires or you're going to need to put some air in them or whatever for the winter time. You know you're going to – my father always gets on me about that. You know, you know you're going to have to change your windshield wind – shield wiper blades you know you moving away from the auto stuff like me i wear glasses and contacts i'm wearing contacts right now with makeup because i couldn't afford to get my contacts before my birthday earlier this month because you know i don't have a budget for that i just be like oh fly by night oh i need some new contacts dad and then you know how these you know these doctors be getting you like mm-hmm. every couple of years oh you need to have a an eye appointment or whatever we need to check your eyes so now that's going to add up to what, you know, oh, I have enough money for contacts, but do you have enough money for the optometrist appointment that now they about to put on you? Your copay. So, <laughs> your you copay. Think All that you. different know stuff. Know yourself. Know yourself. Yes, with the Drake quote. So, yes, let's get into this. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Um, <laughs> so what would you do for a check? So I kind of touched on this already um, with Cardi B and being at the AVN Awards or whatever and performing there. And, you know, of course, people giving her the side eye. And the twerk video, Kel, if you was younger and you knew you had the skills, like if you was like one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she already bobbing her head, mm-hmm. yes. Would you have, you saw that girl that hit the dead drop and she's the one that won the 25K. Would you have gone on that trip? And like if you knew self, you were poss- yes, it was going, possible. I'm going. I'm going to live my best life as the young adult and making mistakes so I can tell my grandkids mm-hmm. I did this, I did I that because I live life. Yeah, I live life. And, and they probably all got like, well, I don't know. You know, people be shady nowadays, real shicerish. I don't know if all them girls got paid for the video. But back in the day, they would have all gotten a little two hundred, three hundred dollars. It was an experience. It was <laughs> that's that's our new you word. Got, yeah, you got to be featured in the Millennium. video. Your ass you got, got to be experience. featured in the video. I don't see your face. Like you gonna have to point out that that's your actual ass on Instagram uh, to say that you was in the video. But you know, I was wondering like, oh, right, she won the twenty five k. I wonder if the other girls got money too, but maybe not. But on a you know righteousness side of things. Would you do the Super Bowl? Now, we all been hearing how Big Boy is going to be performing at the Super Bowl. Now, Kel, you know, this is where we defer because you actually watch football. Mm-hmm. I never really cared to watch football, but I know for football people, it was, I knew this, this was has been really, <laughs> this has been really hard for y'all, you know, because you want to support Colin Kaepernick, but, you know, football is just a whole nother level of, fandom so but the performance so it's gonna be gladys knight um big boy and i think his new band i cannot remember their name for nothing all i know oh, is big boy, boy has a new band yeah girl he in oh. a new band just like killer mike is in something called run the jewels him and oh. this white guy yeah you'll see more of that when you watch mm, the okay. trigger warning true, thing true. yeah <laughs> but uh big boy's in a whole new group now oh so he I, I'm guessing it's going to be them performing. It's like a girl and a white guy, I think, or something, and him. And they all perform. Gladys Knight is going to perform. And um, also this guy, PJ Morton, I don't know if you ever heard his music. He's performing with Maroon 5. Mm. Oh, and Gladys Knight, my bad, Gladys Knight is doing the, um, what's it called again? The, the other, Not the normal 
anthem. The oh, she's not doing oh, the national is? anthem. Okay, wait. It's I, somebody else doing Chloe the other one. Chloe and Hallie. That's what it was. Okay. Are gonna do the? I guess the other thing. What is it? Oh, see, can, can you see? see? No, wait. That that's the, the normal one. one. What's Lord, the other one? Damn, we I forgot. Real rat. We right now. especially for where we live. <laughs> Lord, but we know I the most know important anthem. We know the most important anthem. Yeah, yeah that's all that matters. The Black National Anthem. Yes, that is yes. all that matters. Lift every voice and sing. Lift every right. voice and sing. But in <laughs> Did you see that Amanda Seals thing yet? The stand-up? Don't all right, me. my bad. All right. Anyway. Watching it tonight, guys. Oh, good, good, good. We got to hurry up so you can watch it. Okay. So you going to please tell me what you think tomorrow morning. Call I me am, in the morning and tell excited. me what you think. Because I think you're going to cry laugh at I that. I know I am. But, um... Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Would you do the Super Bowl? Now, okay. A lot of people were like, mm, you know, big boy. I'm not canceling big boy. I'm not canceling Gladys Knight. I'm not either, personally. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. But Oh, and isn't Travis Scott? Like, it's like 50 million people performing because I heard Travis Scott performing too. Like, what the hell? Okay. Well, one, in regards to football, I didn't cancel football. Never did. Not going to lie to you guys. Okay. I still watch it. Um, I just because it, but I, I didn't care, about but you it. never liked football. Yeah, yeah. so I'm not going right. <laughs> exactly. I didn't cancel football because I actually like football. I actually like, you know, I love the sport. My son is in it. Plays mm-hmm. well, not you know, professional, but you know, yeah, yeah. I just have a affinity for football. So I didn't see a need for me to cancel something that I actually liked. Um, I stand with all the people that stand for Colin Kaepernick. So I get it. I I understand. I get the cause. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with performing because at the end of the day, my kids still got to eat, <laughs> you know, like life goes on. I w- kind of wish that they would have done things a little differently because of the sensitivity around the issue. I wish they, that they had more urban names, not just, I'm not, I don't know, they had Gladys Knight. And I think that was a reach trying to get like the older crowd and then Big Boy just because he's from Atlanta. So but yeah, like I feel like they should have actually cared more mm-hmm. if they like had more Atlanta based artists that actually like represented what Atlanta is right now in the current state. I think people would have a different. I feel like they don't give a rat's ass. They just trying to get some black people up there. Exactly, black people it, care it wasn't about. thought out properly. Mm-hmm. So just, I mean, well, they don't care about us. So yeah. I'm just like they they just trying to get some black people in there to get black people to watch because mm-hmm. they know that black people, most black people, are on a strike. I would say maybe fifty percent. I would say the same or less, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's still all the black people that love football that aren't going to give it up. So they're still watching, you know, reluctantly. So mm, I'm a little disappointed, but, you know, a lot of conversation around like the canceling, you know, thing where everybody's being canceled, canceled culture, as I've been hearing on other podcasts, (laughs) cancel culture. Like they just, people are so quick to cancel people, but then they, they not quick enough to cancel things that really need to be canceled. That, and they don't, it's not consistent. It's not, it's not, you know, because people are very finicky and flaky. So I, I don't know if I would have did, I, bottom line, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have used that as an example as far as, um, you know, of what would you do for a check because I don't think that big boy is doing it for a check I think Gladys Knight might be but okay get your get, get your, your hustle on get your coins boo I'm, I'm, I'm curious deserve. to see how they're gonna like twist you know? it and make it for the culture like you know when Beyonce performed and she had the whole like oh God. that was so <laughs> that was so disgusting like y'all reach y'all are climbing Mount Everest what like 
Great. No, I'm done. I'm oh. done ranting. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I just wonder if they're going to, like, make a statement in that sense. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see. I doubt it. Not well, I heard artists. Maroon 5 is um, skipping the press, uh, you know, room or whatever before they perform. Like, I guess all the performers usually go to press and, you know, talk about how excited they are to perform and what they think about the game, blah, blah, blah. Um, they are actually skipping the press room. Um, because they want their music to speak for itself. So I'm like, is Maroon 5 about to stand on the the shoulders of uh, Kaepernick and, you know, kneel while they're performing? Like, mm. you know, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I, I know. And I said I wasn't going to watch it, but I am. Every, I'm going <laughs> to say, everybody I'm says, I'm, I'm not going to watch a game because I don't give a care. I don't really care. This about is what I've been hearing people say. Oh, I'm going to go to a, a NFL, you know, little. What do you call them? Super Bowl parties, and I'm gonna eat my wings, and I'm gonna talk. Y'all yeah, gonna be that, watching the whole hey, thing. Shout out to Brittany for saying that too. <laughs> right? Y'all gonna be watching it. You gonna be watching it. You supporting it if it's on your television screen. Exactly. But um, hopefully, I don't forget. But I, I'm gonna watch the halftime special. But that's about it. Um, I don't think Dennis cares about football. So <laughs> unless the homies throw a party or something, I ain't heard nothing from nobody about throwing a party. So I, know, right? I, I think I'm gonna just switch it on when the Halftime special come on and stuff and watch it. It's true. Yeah. So before we close the show, let's get into the philanthropy segment. You need to get up, get out, and get something. Cause you and I got to do for you and I. All right. Yes. So yes, Miss K. Yes. So Miss Kel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Calling you the name I used to call you. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. <laughs> it's it's catchy. <laughs> yes. So this year's I said this year's Lord. This week's philanthropy mm-hmm. highlight is the Young Invincibles, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about their mission and their core values. Um, their mission is to amplify the voices of young adults in political process and expand economic opportunity for our generation. Some of their core values is entrepreneurship young adult leadership, diversity, getting it right, (laughs) relentless drive for impact, and teamwork. So these are a group of millennial kids. Back in 2009, they were on their campus, and what they were trying to do is educate other students about healthcare. And it started from the healthcare and knowing your insurance and how to save money. You know, we're living in a different time from the baby boomers and our parents' generations and Generation X and things of that nature. Mm, we might not get, um, what's the thing called again? Retirement, social, social security, security, all those mm-hmm. things. So they're just kind of like trying to prepare you and get you mentally aware and understanding your finances and how to be able to, to grow, move, and live an independent life. From that, they've been able to expand to doing overall economic and financial literacy. So to find out more about what they're doing and the issues that they're doing and how to actually take action, you can reach them at younginvincibles.org and learn about their story. Yes, I love that they also highlight entrepreneurship because somebody was talking about it. Oh, my cousin who actually has a YouTube channel, um, Bobby, he was talking about how he grew up, like when he was 13, he got a computer. He learned how to like use the computer. He learned e-commerce through selling his Yu-Gi-Oh and, you know, Pokemon cards online and all these other examples he was given and I was just in awe reading it and I was like yo millennials were were made you know we weren't birthed into it like generation z is but we were made to be entrepreneurs and Mm -hmm. I understand that like that generation x and baby boomers 
it's hard for them to grasp it because for them it's like it's one in a million that makes it but it's like too risky mm-hmm. the market is ripe for entrepreneurship it's it's open it's ready it's been ready ever since soldier boy was cranking that soldier boy you know and made it off of youtube videos mm-hmm. you know youtube exactly <laughs> fact so he uh you know like ever since then that's like when you really started seeing how you can make nothing out of something you know we have the heavyweights that did it before us but it was a little harder for them you know the ditties of the yep. world the dave mm-hmm. dashes of the world but like now it's, it's it's not easy but it's a lot i would say it's a lot easier than it would have been in the past because you have things like the internet it's tangible and yeah there's so much more exposure out there you had to work even harder now i would say in mm-hmm. like 2019 because everybody's out there so now you have the f- other side of the coin where it's like a little overexposure it's oversaturated yep. that's the mm-hmm. right word it's oversaturation but you know we were made to be entrepreneurs i agree i agree and although they don't understand they have to understand this is what needs to happen in order for us to to live on it's a legacy mm-hmm. so. i love that <laughs> and before we go, we have to thank 202 Creates. Yeah, shout out to 202 Creates. Muriel Browser presents. She is out here trying to help all of the DMV area creatives. Creatives, exactly. Mm-hmm. To be able to have exposure and to be in a community where they can showcase their talents and their gifts. So definitely check them out, 202 Creates. Shout out to our engineer in the back, Tyrone. Tyrone. Call Tyrone. <laughs> Call him. We're going to make a sound bite out of that. I know, yo. right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening to our first episode. Yes. We hope you come back next yeah. week, See every next- Thursday. On SoundCloud at Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations. Make sure you do your following on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Mm-hmm. All right. We Peace out. out. It's a vibe. <laughs>